الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاة والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا كتب عليكم الصيام كما كتب على الذين من قبلكم لعلكم تتقون وقال تعالى وتعاونوا على البر والتقوى ولا تعاونوا على الإثم والعدوان وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من لم يدع قول الزور والعمل به فليس لله حاجة أن يدع طعامه وشرابه أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم Most respected ulamai kiram, brothers and elders. <coughs> one person was traveling somewhere one day and with him was his slave. So as they were passing some masjid, it was time for salah. So the slave was somebody very conscious of his salah. He was a pious person. The master was somebody not very conscious. So the slave nevertheless requested from the master his salah time, please let me go and perform my salah. So he said, very well, go and perform your salah. So he went into the masjid and the master waited outside. Some time passed, the people after salah started coming out. This person is still not coming out. Eventually, when some more time passed, so this master looked into the door of the masjid, put his head inside, and he asked this person, what's taking you so long? So the slave replied that he's not letting me come out. So he said, who's not letting you come out? So he's saying, who is not letting you come in? Who is not letting you come in? He didn't give you the tawfiq. As a result, you are not coming in. Whatever barrier, whatever blockage you have placed from your side, which deprived you of the tawfiq, Allah Ta'ala is inspiring me or putting this in my heart that I should still spend more time. So in any case, this was probably a way of explaining to the master, giving him a lesson. But in that is a very big lesson for us also. On the one hand, especially those of us presently who Allah Ta'ala has blessed with this tawfiq of being in atikaf, and other than that, whoever is in the house of Allah Ta'ala, we are all only in the house of Allah Ta'ala with his tawfiq, whether we are in atikaf or not. So this is something that we can say with conviction. That indeed, we have only come by invitation. We have come not on our own account. Allah Ta'ala brought us here. So on the one hand, this is something that requires a great amount of shukr, great amount of gratitude to Allah Ta'ala. That undeserving people like us, sinful people like us, those who are all the time breaking the commands of Allah Ta'ala and not fulfilling whatever His commands are, yet despite that Allah Ta'ala shows such grace on us, such mercy, if somebody is disobedient to us once, twice, half a dozen times, then we don't want to see the person forever. Person abuses us in some way, say some words to us, then that is it, we cut off ties from him forever. And despite our disobedience, despite our disregard for Allah Ta'ala's commands, but yet Allah Ta'ala allows us to come into his house, what a great gift, what a great favor from Allah Ta'ala. So on the one side, this deserves a lot of shukr, a lot of gratitude. La in shakartum la azidannakum. Allah Ta'ala says, if you are grateful to me, I will increase my na'mats and bounties. But while 
this is something we certainly can say with conviction that we have come by invitation. At the same time, it is also something very, very delicate. When a person is invited to the palace of the king, that's a great honor that he's invited to the palace of the king. But obviously the palace of the king is not his house. The palace of the king is the palace of the king. And the palace of the king has its own protocols, has its own etiquette. And therefore, certain things that he might be accustomed to in his own house. But in the palace of the king, it's a different issue. He cannot conduct himself in the same way in the palace of the king like he conducts himself in his house. Because this is a different situation altogether. To start off with, it's such a great honor that he was called. But now, there's a procedure, there's an etiquette. And if he follows that etiquette, then he gets rewarded also. But if he doesn't follow that etiquette, doesn't follow that procedure, Allah forbid that he could get kicked out. He could go off worse than what he came with. So while on the one hand, this is a very great gift from Allah Ta'ala, and especially those of us who Allah Ta'ala has blessed with this tawfiq of being in atikaf. But at the same time, we should not lose sight of the sensitivity. We should not lose focus of that we are in the palace of the king of all kings. We are in the palace of Allah Ta'ala. And the palace of Allah Ta'ala are the houses of Allah Ta'ala, the masjids. So now there's a procedure, there's an etiquette. And if we fulfill that etiquette, we follow that procedure, inshallah we will leave very enriched, we will leave in a way that inshallah the object that we have come to acquire, inshallah we will be granted that. We cannot acquire anything of our own accord, but Allah Ta'ala out of His grace and mercy will grant it to us. But this is the very important thing to observe that etiquette and procedure. So just to understand firstly, why have we come? While this is primarily addressed to those who are in etikaf, but in any case, this is something which is general also in its nature for everybody. So why have we come? What is the object of etikaf? The object of etikaf and why we have gathered here is definitely not to listen to bayans. That is not the object. It is not the listening to various different programs and advices, that is not the purpose for which we have come here. That carries on all year long also. That is something which will happen in any case. We are already listening to one bayan. That will carry on. But the object is something beyond that. So if our object has become, or in our mind somewhere, is that we will listen to some talks, then we have missed the point. We need to rectify that. We need to realign that thought. That's not our object. Our object is something apart from that. That will happen. That is, inshallah, part of the program that will continue. So what is our objective? Why have we come? Some of us might not have had many things to sacrifice to come here, but some might have made major sacrifices. Some might have even put a stop to their businesses or the other work, etc. So there are major sacrifices we have made. Some might have made bigger sacrifices than others. So why did we do this? Why have we now secluded ourselves? In any case, we left our families. We left everything outside. Came into the house of Allah Ta'ala. There has to be some purpose for this, some objective. So the objective of Atikaf is to connect oneself to Allah Ta'ala. To develop this connection with Allah Ta'ala. The purpose of Ramadan is taqwa, acquiring taqwa. Allama Qurtubi Rahmatullah he defines this taqwa as rectifying the relationship with Allah Ta'ala. That there is a relationship between the servant and his creator. We understand relationships. There's a relationship between parent and child. There's a relationship between spouses. So depending on the extent of the relationship, to that extent the person goes out of his way. One is a dry relationship. So the parent now, when there is some need, then he'll have to call five times. Then perhaps the child will come. 
but there is a bond, there's an attachment. And the child is not even waiting to be asked. Likewise, there is a bond between the spouses, then it is not what's my duty and what's my responsibility, and I've done my duty. But it goes way beyond duty. It goes way beyond responsibility. It goes with the expression of love, the expression of affection. So likewise, there's a bond between the banda and khuda, between the servant and his creator. And this is what we have come in the month of Ramadan, in this last 10 days. We have come for atikaf to develop and strengthen this bond, to connect ourselves strongly to Allah Ta'ala. And all the other connections and all the other contacts and everything will be by, by the wayside when we have truly developed the bond with Allah Ta'ala. But now how will this be acquired? What will be the procedure to acquire it? Everything has its procedure, everything has its way. The Mashaykh previously would emphasize, and up to now is the same usul, on four things. Though the nature of it might be something that will change over time, but there are four principal aspects which we need to be very conscious about and try to adhere to. Previously this was on a different level. We can't even imagine the level on which it was adhered to previously. But the same principle applies still at our level. There are four things. What are these four things? First is qillate ta'am. Second, qillate manam. The third, qillate kalam. And the fourth, qillatul ikhtilat ma'al anam. These four principles from before is carrying on. But obviously these were on different levels. First one was qillate ta'am. Now the whole point here is that we have come to connect ourselves to Allah Ta'ala to the extent that we crush this nafs. To the extent that we subdue this nafs within us that incites us towards evil, incites us towards all kinds of haram. To that extent we will develop this bond with Allah Ta'ala. And to the extent that these things come in our life, then that nafs will be crushed, it will be subdued. So as an exercise, when the, in the previous times when a person for example is in a khanqa or something, he would practice on these things on a very extreme level so that this nafs is totally subdued, then he'll normalize it. We are not of that capacity. We can't imagine and dream about that also. So the first thing was qillate ta'am, meaning eating less. Because when a person is overfilled, then this makes a person lethargic and that person who is overfilled doesn't have that drive to now apply himself in ibadat. He'll be not so inclined. So in our times, in those times, people when they would now practice on this for that period of time, for a 40 day period, person will survive on just bare minimal, just that will keep him alive. That is something totally discouraged in this time and age. Person shouldn't even try to do that. In our times, qillat ta'am is that a person eats to the extent of his need. Whatever a person's need is, don't eat beyond that. And don't make food the object. Some people eat to live. Others live to eat. They keep living so that they may eat. So obviously that's not our object of life. And especially in atikaf, we should be now keeping within the need. How much we need to eat, obviously. Person needs his tea, is that something part of his requirement? He'll have his tea. Person needs whatever, he'll eat. And alhamdulillah, in the month of Ramadan, Allah Ta'ala increases the risk, but to the extent of one's need. So this is the first thing, qillat ta'am. The second was qillat manam, sleeping less. Again, in previous times, they would sleep very, very little. That is also not at all something we should try to do. But in our case, qillat manam means to sleep to the extent of the need. 
generally the average person needs between six and maximum eight hours. Six hours, six, seven hours is the general average. At the most, at the top end, eight hours. Somebody is ill, whatever, that's an exception. Now if somebody is sleeping 10 hours, somebody is sleeping 12 hours, so obviously this is going to have an impact physically, it has an impact spiritually also. So to sleep, what one's need is six to eight hours during the course of the day. So that is qillat manam in for our times. Not to decrease it below six hours. Somebody, the exception is the exception. For the average person, this is not the case. But in regard to these two things, Hazrat Shaykh al-Hadith whenever the etikaf would take place, he would address all those who are present and he would say to them, Jitna khana ho khalo. Or jitna sona ho solo. How much you to eat, eat. In other words, he not in a way encouraging a person to overeat, but actually he was coming to the third point. He says, eat how much you want to eat, because eating also there is a natural limit. Time comes no matter how much a person wants to eat more also, he says, enough, I can't manage anymore. So eating has its natural limit. And sleeping, he says, how much you want to sleep, sleep. Sometimes better off a person is sleeping. One person was describing his child, he says, what a wonderful child, as long as he's sleeping. <laughs> so, but that too has its natural limit. After a while, a person is wide awake, now he can't sleep anymore. But then the third very important aspect is qillate kalam. The talking less. And this is something it is Shaykh Rafatullah after saying, Jitna khana ho khalo, how much you want to eat, eat. How much you want to sleep, sleep. He said, Baat mat karo. He says, this is the most difficult thing. But, a person who, at least for this duration of time, these 10 days Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with in his house, we put a control on our tongue. We are going to talk some things. One is whatever is necessary, a person will talk. Something out of need, he will talk. Apart from that, sometimes just some, while he's eating or something, he'll discuss something. But other than that, we try to keep a complete control on our tongue. So the Shaykh Ramadullah used to say, Bas baat mat karo. He say, Zuban band kar, dil khul jayega. Keep the tongue locked and closed, your heart will open out. Because often whatever we acquire, especially in the masjid, in the house of Allah Ta'ala, many of the things that challenge a person outside, it's all left outside. He's now in the house of Allah Ta'ala. So most of the challenges are already outside. He's, alhamdulillah, safe from that. But the thing that continues is the tongue. Outside the masjid, inside the masjid. And start off on a good note, and then ghibad comes in. Start off on a good note, and then some kind of vulgar things comes in. Some kind of immoral talk comes in. And before a person knows it, he's destroyed all his good deeds. Hazrat Ufti Shafi in his kitab Adabul Masajid, he has related one hadith. When a person engages in worldly talk in the masjid, then when he starts engaging in worldly talk, an angel addresses him and says to him, Uskut ya wali Allah. O friend of Allah Ta'ala, keep quiet. Addresses him as the friend of Allah Ta'ala. Uskut ya wali Allah. This person carries on. <laughs> then for the second time, the angel addresses him again. Uskut ya wali Allah. O friend of Allah, keep quiet. Don't engage in this worldly talk. In this futile discussions in the house of Allah Ta'ala. Then he still continues. For the third time, then the angel addresses him. Uskut la'anatullahi alayk. Keep quiet, may the curse of Allah Ta'ala be upon you. Can we imagine a person is coming to the house of Allah Ta'ala to take the rahmat of Allah Ta'ala, to take the blessings from Allah Ta'ala and the angels now are cursing him, the pure creation of Allah Ta'ala, the malaika, their curse is taking and going. How can we ever succeed in that way? So this aspect is the thing that we have to focus on most. 
something of necessity, something of need, we will talk. Something, sometimes, just some might be a little bit of a general thing, but to a very, very restricted amount, while eating or something, a person spoke a little bit, then we keep to our work. Often, it becomes some pretext of tea, so around a, some sharing of tea, the conversation will start. That tea which could have been consumed in three minutes or five minutes, that tea will now take 25 minutes. But the rest of the 20 minutes will be something besides tea. Normally they say chai, why? So the chai will be five minutes and all the why will be 20 minutes. So this starts destroying whatever we've come for. We've come for an objective. Everything is achieved and acquired according to the procedure. So now we've dedicated our time. Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with this opportunity. As we said, that Alhamdulillah, Summa Alhamdulillah. And a million times we have to say Alhamdulillah. That we have come by invitation. This is Allah Ta'ala's invitation. But when in the palace of the king, we have to now conduct ourselves as the protocol of the palace demands. Then we can't conduct ourselves like we do in our own houses. In our house it will be fine, that's our house. But Allah Ta'ala's house, there's a different etiquette. So, this is the very important part that we should be now focusing on. And in the ayat of the Quran Sharif that we recited at the beginning, Allah Ta'ala says, We have come to acquire taqwa. This is the objective of Ramadan. Allah Ta'ala says, help one another. Help one another on virtue and taqwa. We have come to acquire it. Others around us have come to acquire it. We should be helping one another. If somebody is now getting off the line, or getting into some idle talk, etc. Now, nicely, in a very good way, we bring it back onto line that, look, we want to start getting into some other conversations just now. And in any case, we have been advised to now keep all this to the minimum. So let us now get busy with our work. If there is a person is tired, by all means sleep. You want to sleep, there's no restriction on that. And that is better off that we sometimes are sleeping because in atikaf, even that is ibadat. This is such a great ibadat Allah Ta'ala has allowed us to enter into that 24 hours a person is in ibadat. He is fast asleep, he is in ibadat. So this is a free ibadat. But if a person is awake and he's engaging in idle talk and that talk is now going away into ghibat, is going away into other futile things, then he's destroying the ibadat. So a person sleeping is still safer than a person who is engaging in all kinds of talk. So this is the third thing, Qillatul, qillatul Kalam. And the fourth was, Qillatul Ikhtilat Ma'al Anam. So this was the principles by which people acquired this great gift of Nisbat, this connection, this bond with Allah Ta'ala, which we have come to acquire. So in the previous days, when a person wanted this, he went into complete solitude. The fourth principle means that decreasing any kind of interaction unless totally necessary. Interaction with others to the extent of bare necessity. So in order to avoid any interaction, people in those days would go away to a very remote place. Total solitude for a, whatever period of time, 40 days and 4 months and whatever. For that period of time to annihilate this nafs, to crush this nafs. Because when this nafs, to the extent this nafs is crushed, to that extent this bond with Allah Ta'ala will grow. But a person is not prepared to crush this nafs. He doesn't want to subdue this nafs. And he still wants to have this nisbat. And that is a futile dream. Allah Ta'ala has a system also. Something Allah Ta'ala gives it to somebody just like that out of the blue. That's the exception. That's not the rule. The rule is we'll have to follow the procedure. The procedure is that we abide by these things. The first two things are very easy. And especially our latter mashayikh have made it so much more easy for us. Uh, Sheikh Hamdullah, as we explained, he said, Jitna khana ho khalo. Jitna sona ho solo. How much you want to eat, eat? Because that also has got a natural limit. How much you want to sleep, sleep? But 
these two things we need to now be focusing on. Then a person now is quiet. So what does he do? So obviously, they, when a person is in a vacuum, something is going to fill that vacuum. So we have to fill that vacuum from beforehand. Otherwise, the wrong things will take that vacuum. So Alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala has made this time, has freed this time for us. So one is the collective programs that will take place. So we will be part of that. And we should make an effort to be part of that entirely. The night programs, then the program that will take place in the morning. And then inshallah at about half past 11 again. We try to be there before time. Try to perform two rakat, salatul tawbah and salatul haja before that. And beg Allah Ta'ala's help. Ya Allah, make this a means of my benefit, of my islah. The giver is Allah Ta'ala. The speaker has got nothing. The speaker is more in need than the listeners. The giver is Allah Ta'ala. And according to the talab, to the extent of a person's yearning, to the extent of his own thirst, Allah Ta'ala grants. So, we will take that extra effort, perform two rakat salah, make dua, ask Allah Ta'ala's help. Ya Allah, you make this a means of my islah, my tazkiyah, you make it a means of benefit for one and all, for the speaker, for the listeners. You make it a means of hidayat, make it a means of gaining this nisbat and this bond with yourself. Then to the extent we show this thirst, this talab, Allah Ta'ala will bless us with it. So whatever collective programs will be taking place, inshallah will be part of that. But there will be much time apart from that available to us. So one very important thing for us to do is not to just leave it open-ended, that well, I will make some tilawat also, I will make some tasbih, zikr, to make out a program, even if it is just a mental note that we make, and set targets for ourselves. For example, tilawat of the Quran Sharif, don't leave it open-ended. Every person's capacity is different, but we know the time available. So according to the time available, Somebody's capacity is that in two hours he can read five paras. Somebody in two hours can read seven paras. So the person in two hours can read seven paras should make his target five paras. He should target accordingly. So we know how much time we have. So if we target accordingly, inshallah, and we try to reach the target, we'll see our time getting used correctly. There are many places in Atikaf. One is those who are Hufas, etc. But People who are not even Hafiz. But Alhamdulillah, they recite the Quran Sharif regularly. Many, while in Atikaf, they make, some make 20 paras a day, 15 paras a day, some 25 paras a day, some even one khatam a day. The person applies himself, Allah Ta'ala opens a way for him. So to make a target of that. How much tilawat I'm going to make daily. If you even write it down, all the better. Make a note of it. So, one target of how much tilawat we're going to make. Then, one is the zikr that we will make. This is more done collectively, more just for our encouragement. As a learning process as well, and as encouragement. But together with that, there are tasbihat that we should try and complete daily. The minimum is the three tasbihat. Perhaps some mamul we might have been prescribed for other times, but now we are in a takaf, we have ample time. One tasbih of istighfar, even the shortest form of istighfar, now we have more time, we can even be reciting the longer formulas of istighfar. But even if it is just astaghfirullah, 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 from the depth of the heart, feeling the heart being washed each time a person is reciting istighfar. So one tasbih of istighfar minimum. Then one tasbih of the third kalima. Subhanallah, walhamdulillah, wa la ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar. And one tasbih of Durud Sharif, 100 times each in the day. This is the minimum, and the more we can, and very easily we'll accomplish much of this. We are there before time, we made our sunnats. Between the sunnat and farz of the different salahs, much of this will get accomplished without any difficulty in that time. As soon as the azan finished, a person performed his sunnats immediately, that seven minutes, ten minutes he'll get left with, eight minutes. 
in that time much of this will get done without any difficulty without having to set aside any other time for it so one was the tilawat of the quran sharif some target for that then this tasbihat then we discussed after isha muraqaba of maut now these are the things we've come to learn if we don't practice it here is going to be almost an impossibility we're going to do it after we take off so to fix some time for this and again these things are very easily done when it's attached to some salah time and the ideal thing will be to do it in that manner so that this becomes an ongoing thing after itikaf as well 3 minutes before some salah we fix it that this salah for example isha salah 3 minutes before isha salah is going to be dedicated for muraqaba of maut now this is such an essential thing as we discussed after the tarawih salah the benefits of muraqaba of maut and how important this is so now we go to practice on it so we include this as part of our program so our tilawat our tasbihat muraqaba of maut for now these three things we start adhering to this very very diligently we keep our time occupied in these three amal mainly our tilawat and then the collective programs that will take place and those aspects that we discussed in terms of eating and sleeping we discuss what is the procedure but the main two aspects the control of our tongue and the interaction we minimize this then the other one aspect is the mashayikh explained it in this way that there are two factors if a person has acquired these two things inshallah the nisbat and connection we are looking for be acquired one is sukut which we discussed already sukut to keep quiet not talk let alone something that is impermissible that is out of the question but even permissible talk to the bare minimal and the second is sukun sukun literally means that being at ease being still here it refers to primarily the sukun of the heart physically we are at sukun now we can't go anywhere out of the boundary physically a person is already confined who is in itikaf but the sukun of the heart that the heart is now totally focused towards allah taala all the worldly issues etc which will have to be attended to we'll attend to it afterwards we will have to attend to it afterwards we'll go back to whatever we have to do after itikaf while we are here we can't do anything about it something of an emergency something that is absolutely necessary or something that has to be done some message or whatever that will be done in a minute or two that's end done apart from that we keep our heart focused towards allah taala when a person will keep trying this his heart will drift bring it again he'll drift again bring it again but when he will keep making a practice of this then inshallah by the time these 10 days are over he will find that his heart is filled with something else that muhabbat of allah taala that love of allah taala that nisbat and connection that we want so this is the objective that we have come for we should not lose sight of this objective and as long as we keep this objective in front and we dedicate ourselves in the manner that was discussed then inshallah summa inshallah before we leave allah taala will bless us with this great wealth so this is a very great bounty from allah taala very great gift we should be appreciating this the appreciation of this is that we use this time in the correct way this is the appreciation of it we are very happy to be here allah taala must be happy with our being here our being happy is one thing allah taala must be happy with us this person has come to my house but i'm happy with him so we need to conduct ourselves in a way that allah taala becomes happy with us one very important aspect which also we got to bear in mind <coughs> the month of ramadan this is something would have nevertheless happened repeatedly but we should refresh it again we have come to fill our hearts with what with the pure mohabbat of allah taala with the nisbat and connection with allah taala when a person wants to fill something into a utensil first thing he does is he looks what's inside and so pour milk into a glass he first looks inside and he sees the slightest amount of dust if he can't see anything to he still rinses it out 
even if he can't see anything, he still first rinses it out. After rinsing it out, then now he starts pouring. So what Allah Ta'ala will bless one with is very pure. We need to first rinse out the utensil of our heart. And the rinsing out is by making sincere tawbah. From the depth of our heart, sincerely begging Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness, cleaning our hearts out of all whatever is there which is the, what has been soiled by the sins. And tawbah requires we give up the sin, we firmly resolve not to go back to it. We regret having committed it. And if it pertains to the rights of people, then we fulfill that as well. So inshallah, if we make sincere tawbah, and together with that we engage ourselves in these amal, then with the grace of Allah Ta'ala, with His mercy, with His blessings, inshallah we will leave with our hearts filled with this wealth. Allah Ta'ala grant me and all of us the tawfiq. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi Inshallah will recite the first kalima la ilaha illallah hundred times. It is reported in the hadith. A person who recites la ilaha illallah hundred times daily, Allah Ta'ala will cause his face to shine like the 14th moon on the day of Qiyamah. What this means is that inshallah, with the barakat of this daily recitation, he will get the tawfiq of doing those amal that will become the means of this great honor on the day of Qiyamah. He will get the tawfiq of righteous actions. He will get the tawfiq of refraining from sin. So this, as we mentioned, is done in this manner as encouragement, but it's to be done daily. So, la ilaha illallah, hundred times, when saying la ilaha, you will imagine as if the heart has been emptied of all the evils, all the temptations, all the distractions, all the ghayrullah, everything besides Allah has been removed from our hearts and thrown aside. And illallah, there is this nur that is coming from above and which is settling in the heart, which is the love of Allah Ta'ala. And as a result, the heart is getting illuminated in this way. In the hadith, Nabi Islam says, La ilaha illallah, laysa laha hijabun doon Allah. That la ilaha illallah, the kalima la ilaha illallah, there is no barrier between the kalima and Allah Ta'ala. So this is going directly to the arsh. So that too is something to bear in mind. Beside Duru Sharif. لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا يا ربي صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله لا إله إلا الله 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 
دل میرا ہو جائے ایک میدان غیر سے بالکل ہی اٹھ جائے نظر تو ہی تو آئے نظر دیکھو جدھر اور میرے تن میں بجائے آب و گل درد دل ہو درد دل ہو درد دل نفس و شیطا دونوں نے مل کر ہائی کیا ہے مجھ کو تباہ اے میرے مولا میری مدد کر چاہتا ہوں میں تیری پناہ مجھ سا خلق میں کوئی نہیں گو بد کردار نامہ سیاہ تو بھی مگر غفار ہے یا رب بخش دے میرے سارے گناہ اب تو رہے بس تادم آخر ورد زبائے میرے الہ لا الہ الا اللہ 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 محمد الرسول اللہ صلی اللہ تبارک و تعالی علیہ وسلم Recite hundred times Allah with this in mind that just as there's a tongue in our mouths that's saying Allah there's a tongue in the heart that is also saying Allah and there's this nur that's coming which is illuminating our hearts everything around us is also saying Allah اللہ جل جلاله عمنوانه اللہ 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 کی سا پیارا نام ہے عاشقوں کا مینہ اور جام ہے اللہ اللہ کی سا پیارا نام ہے عاشقوں کا مینہ اور جام ہے آہ راجز آسما حمدم نبود راز را غیر خدا محرم نبود آہ راجز آسما حمدم نبود راز را غیر خدا محرم نبود الہی ای بندارا رسوا مکن گربدم من سر من پیدا مکن 
ഇലാഹി ബന്ധാറാകുസ്വാമകുൻ ഗർഭദമ്മൻ സിർവ്യമൻ പേദാമകുൻ അഹമ്മദ ومل اما بينهما ومل اما شئت من شيء بعد جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو اهله يا رب صل وسلم دائما ابدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد كلما ذكره الذاكرون وصل على سيدنا محمد كلما غفل عن ذكره الغافلون ربنا ولمنا انفسنا ولمنا انفسنا ولمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين لا اله الا الله الحليم الكريم سبحان الله رب العرش العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين نسالك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمه من كل بر والسلامه من كل اثم اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا الا غفرته اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا الا غفرته اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا الا غفرته ولا هم الا فرجته ولا حاجه هي لك رضا الا قضيتها ويسرتها يا ارحم الراحمين يا ارحم الراحمين يا ارحم الراحمين اللهم انا نسالك العفو والعافيه والمعافاه الدائمه في الدين والدنيا والاخره والفوز بالجنه والنجاه من النار والفوز بالجنه والنجاه من النار والفوز بالجنه والنجاه من النار اللهم انا نسالك حبك اللهم انا نسالك حبك اللهم انا نسالك حبك وحب من يحبك والعمل الذي يبلغنا حبك اللهم اجعل حبك احب الينا من انفسنا واهلينا ومن الماء البارد اللهم ات نفوسنا تقواها اللهم ات نفوسنا تقواها اللهم ات نفوسنا تقواها وزكها انت خير من زكاها وزكها انت خير من زكاها وزكها انت خير من زكاها انت وليها ومولاها اللهم اهدنا لاحسن الاخلاق لا يهدي لاحسنها الا انت واصرف عنا سيئها لا يصرف عنا سيئها الا انت 
ilahul alamin ya allah almost merciful allah most gracious most kind most loving allah ilahul alamin ya allah ya allah it is only your tawfiq ya allah it is only your blessing ya allah it is your favor ya allah ya allah out of your grace and mercy allah you allowed us to come into your house ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah this is something that we can never achieve of our own accord ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah out of your grace and mercy ya allah ya allah you forgive us as well ya allah ilahul alamin forgive all our major and minor sins ya allah ya allah forgive the sins we did deliberately and mistakenly ya allah ya allah forgive the sins of the day and night ya allah ilahul alamin forgive the major and the minor sins ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah make us like the day we were born ya allah completely sinless ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah ya allah if you forgive us ya allah there is nobody to question you ya allah ya allah that why you forgive undeserving people like us ya allah ilahul alamin indeed we have been very ungrateful ya allah ya allah we acknowledge all our ya allah ill deeds ya allah we acknowledge all our mistakes and sins ya allah there is nothing we can hide from you ya allah ya allah you are the all knowing ya allah you are the all seeing ya allah ya allah you know what we have done ya allah you know where our eyes looked ya allah you know where what our ears have listened to ya allah you know what our tongues have spoken ya allah ya allah you know the misdeeds of our hands and feet ya allah ya allah you know what is filled in our hearts ya allah ya allah you know the thought that crosses our minds also ya allah ya allah what can we hide from you ya allah ya allah everything is open in front of you ya allah ya allah you forgive us ya allah ya allah you forgive us ya allah allahumma innaka afuun tuhibbul afwa fa'fu anna ya kareem allahumma innaka afuun tuhibbul afwa fa'fu anna ya kareem allahumma innaka afuun tuhibbul afwa fa'fu anna ya kareem ya allah you love forgiving ya allah ya allah you love forgiving ya allah your forgiveness is for sinners ya allah ya allah we are the sinners ya allah ya allah you show down your maghfirat upon us ya allah ya allah show the maghfirat on our families ya allah ya allah show the maghfirat on our friends and relatives ya allah ya allah show your maghfirat on the entire ummah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ya allah forgive the ummah ya allah ya allah forgive the ummah ya allah ya allah forgive the ummah ya allah ya allah if the ummah is forgiven ya allah ya allah rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam will become happy ya allah ya allah his mubarak heart will be pleased ya allah ya allah shaitan will be disgraced ya allah ya allah disgrace shaitan ya allah ya allah please the mubarak heart of your beloved nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam ya allah forgive us and the entire ummah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ya allah forgive us ya allah Ya Allah forgive one and all ya Allah ya Allah shower down your rahmat upon us ya Allah ya Allah shower down your barakat upon us ya Allah ilahul alamin ya Allah do not deprive any one of us ya Allah ya Allah do not deprive any one of us ya Allah ya Allah make us your true and obedient servants ya Allah ya Allah make us your true and obedient servants ya Allah ya Allah make us your true and obedient servants ya Allah ilahul alamin ya Allah save us from all the temptations of nafs and shaitan ya Allah ya Allah save us from the distractions of nafs and shaitan ya Allah ya Allah save us from the slavery of nafs and shaitan ya Allah ya Allah for too long we have followed in their footsteps ya allah for too long we have been the slaves of nafs and shaitan ya allah all that we got was destruction ya allah all that we got was misery ya allah all that we got was sleeplessness ya allah all that we got was ya allah the all kinds of problems and difficulties ya allah ya allah you give us a tawfiq of ya allah totally shunning that way of life ya allah ya allah you grant us a tawfiq of being obedient to you all the time ya allah ya allah you keep our eyes in your obedience ya allah keep our ears in your obedience ya allah keep our tongue in your obedience ya allah keep our hands and feet in your obedience ya allah ya allah keep our heart in your obedience ya allah ya allah make us your true servants ya allah ya allah make us such ummatis with whom rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam be pleased ya allah ilahul alamin how much of pain we've given his mubarak heart ya allah how much of pain and taklif we've given his mubarak heart through our amal ya allah ya allah you forgive this major crime of ours ya allah ya allah enable us to do those amal that will bring happiness to his mubarak heart ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah you fill our hearts with your muhabbat ya allah ya allah fill our hearts with your love ya allah ya allah grant us that nisbat ya allah ya allah grant us nisbat of Ya Siddiqin ya Allah ya Allah you fill our hearts with your muhabbat ya Allah ya Allah all your servants have gathered ya Allah ya Allah nobody has come for any reason but for your muhabbat ya Allah ya Allah all have come only for your muhabbat ya Allah ya Allah everyone is come asking and begging for the same thing ya Allah ya Allah grant it to one and all of us ya Allah ya Allah bless our hearts with your love ya Allah fill our hearts with your love ya Allah ya Allah make your love more beloved to us and everything ya Allah ilahul alamin let your love be dictating everything in our lives ya Allah ilahul alamin ya Allah ya Allah you grant this nisbat connection to one and all ya allah ya allah do not deprive any one of us ya allah billahul alamin ya allah fill our hearts with the love of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ya allah fill our hearts with the love of his mubarak way of life ya allah ya allah fill our hearts with the love of the sunnah ya allah ya allah enable us to live the life of the sunnah ya allah ya allah put the hatred of the ways of yahud and nasara in our hearts ya allah billahul alamin ya allah put the love of the quran sharif in our hearts ya allah ya allah enable us to recite the quran sharif daily ya allah night and day enable us to recite the quran sharif ya allah 
Ilahul alamin, ya Allah, how much of time we waste, ya Allah? How much of time we waste reading all kinds of things, ya Allah? All kinds of haram things we read, ya Allah? All kinds of futile things we read, ya Allah? And how little we read your kalam paak ya Allah? What a terrible crime we have done towards the Quran Sharif, ya Allah? Ya Allah, you forgive this crime of ours, ya Allah? Ya Allah, you forgive this crime of ours, ya Allah? Ya Allah, enable us to shun all the haram, ya Allah? Remove all the haram from our lives, ya Allah? Ya Allah, let us look at the pages of the Quran Sharif, ya Allah? Let our tongues be engaged in the recitation of the Quran Sharif, ya Allah? Ilahul Alamin, enable us to make your zikr daily, Ya Allah. Let our tongues be moist with your remembrance, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, give us the pleasure of dua, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, enable us to beg from you alone, Ya Allah. Ya Allah let us turn to you alone, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, let us be dependent on you alone, Ya Allah. Save us from ever being dependent on anyone but you, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, give us istiqamat on deen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, give us istiqamat on deen, Ya Allah. Save us from all the deviations, Ya Allah. Save us from the distractions of nafs and shaitan, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah all those who are sick, give them shifai kamila, ajila, mustamira, daima. Allah, all those who are in any kind of financial difficulties, remove their difficulties with ease, ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, those who are in debts, make the easy payments of their debts possible, ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, whatever problems and difficulties and hardships anybody is in, ya Allah. Allah, throughout the ummah, ya Allah, remove the difficulties and hardships, ya Allah. Allah, remove the suffering of the ummah, ya Allah. Allah, remove the suffering from the ummah, ya Allah. Remove the poverty from the ummah, ya Allah. Allah, remove the oppression of the ummah, ya Allah. Allah, remove the oppression from the ummah, ya Allah. Allah, hold back the hands of the oppressors, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, give the oppressors also hidayat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, if hidayat is not decreed for them, Ya Allah, wipe them out from the face of this earth, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, bring such a punishment upon them that becomes an ibrat for the entire mankind, Ya Allah. Allahumma khudhum akhda azizim muqtadir. Allahumma khudhum akhda azizim muqtadir. Allahumma khudhum akhda azizim muqtadir. Ilahul alamin, Ya Allah, all those are in depression, anxiety, worries, Ya Allah, remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, Ya Allah, all those who have passed away, Ya Allah, fill their qabars with nur, Ya Allah. Allah, those who have passed away in our families throughout the ummah, Ya Allah, make their complete maghfirat, Ya Allah. Allah, make their qabr's gardens of Jannah for them, Ya Allah. Allah, give them high stages in the akhirat, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin at the time of our death, take us with the kalima, La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah. Allah, take us on iman kamil, Ya Allah. Allah, take us on tawbat and nasuh, Ya Allah. Allah, take us at a time that you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from a bad death, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from death in a condition of sin, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from death in a condition that you have displeased with us, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, make our qabr's gardens of Jannah for us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us the shafaat of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya Allah, don't take us to task on that day, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us Jannatul Firdaus without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, don't take us to task, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, we cannot give any account, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all we have is weaknesses and sins, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you save us from the accounting of that day, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we have come empty-handed, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you send us full, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we have come empty-hearted, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, send us with our hearts full, Ya Allah. Filled with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Filled with your nisbat, Ya Allah. Allah, filled with all the good, Ya Allah. Allah, clean our hearts out of all the evils, Ya Allah. Allah, remove all the sin from our hearts, Ya Allah. Allah, remove all the vulgarity from our hearts, Ya Allah. Remove all the immorality from our hearts, Ya Allah. Remove all the vice from our hearts, Ya Allah. Allah, remove the pride, the malice, the jealousy, Ya Allah. Allah, remove the love of the dunya, Ya Allah. Remove the love of the ego, Ya Allah. Allah, fill our hearts with good, Ya Allah. Allah, fill our hearts with compassion and mercy, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with kindness, Ya Allah. Allah, fill our hearts with all the good things, Ya Allah. Allah, fill our hearts with all the sifat of iman, Ya Allah. Grant us yaqeen kamil, Ya Allah. Grant us taqwa, Ya Allah. Grant us tawakkul, Ya Allah. Grant us inabat, Ya Allah. Grant us ruju towards you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us that khashiyat, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah. Let our hearts be filled with your remembrance, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah. We have come to as big as to your door, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we have come as big as to your door, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you have said, O that don't chase the beggar away. Ya Allah, definitely you won't chase us away, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are begging from you alone, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, whatever we are, Ya Allah, we are the most sinful servants, Ya Allah. But we have put our heads down in front of you alone, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we have not worshipped any tree, Ya Allah. We have not worshipped any cow, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we have worshipped you alone, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, indeed we are your most sinful servants, Ya Allah. But you have come as big as to your door, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you, don't, you won't send us empty-handed, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you fill our hearts, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fill our hearts, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fill our hearts, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you make us your sincere servants, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you make us your sincere servants, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you make us your sincere servants, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, Ya Allah. 
May Allah, whatever ibadah has been made in the month of Ramadan, that's why, Allah, you accept it out of your grace and mercy, ya Allah. It is not worth presenting to you, ya Allah. Ya Allah, out of your grace and mercy, you accept it, ya Allah. Ya Allah, overlook all the faults and mistakes, ya Allah. Ya Allah, overlook all the insincerity, ya Allah. Ya Allah, overlook all the weaknesses, ya Allah. Ya Allah, you accept it out of your grace and mercy, ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, ya Allah, whatever time is left, ya Allah. Ya Allah, enable us to use it correctly, ya Allah. Ya Allah, enable us to appreciate every moment, ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from wasting one second of this time, ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, ya Allah, every moment should be spent in such a way that you are pleased, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you grant us a tawfiq of this, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, Ya Allah, all those who have come to make atikaf, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you accept each one, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, accept each one, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, accept each one, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make each one your waliya kamil, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make each one your waliya kamil, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make each one your waliya kamil, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, whether atikaf is taking place in this masjid or any masjid of the world, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, accept each one, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those who have not been to make it, Ya Allah, accept them as well, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, do not deprive anyone of us, Ya Allah. Allah, do not deprive anyone, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, accept our mothers and sisters, Ya Allah. Allah, accept all the women folk as well, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, accept the children of the Ummah, Ya Allah. Allah, accept one and all, Ya Allah. Allah, guide one and all to your path, Ya Allah. Allah, guide one and all to your love, Ya Allah. Allah, guide one and all to your mercy, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, whatever du'as have been made, Ya Allah, you accept it, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, what we should have asked and have not asked, Ya Allah, without asking, grant it to us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all the good that Rasulullah Sallallahu begged for, Ya Allah, we also begging for all that good, Ya Allah. Whatever Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam sought refuge from, Ya Allah, you give us refuge as well, Ya Allah. Allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa na'udhu bika min sharri masta'adaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Anta al-musta'an wa alayka al-balaag wa la hawla wa la quwata illa billahi al-ali al-azim. Jazallahu anna nabiyyana Muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bima huwa ahlu. Rabbana taqabbal minna, taqabbal minna, taqabbal minna, innaka anta al-samiul alim. Atub alayna ya maulana, innaka anta al-tawabu al-rahim. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala khayri khalqihi sayyidina Muhammadin wa alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun. Wa salamun ala al-mursaleen wa alhamdulillahi rabbil.